with snowballeffect.co.nz. High growth investing made simple. 13 away from 6, our huddle this evening is Trish Sherson of Sherson Willis PR and Ali Jones, Christchurch Community Board Member and PR Consultant at Red PR. Hello, ladies. Hello. Good evening. Yeah, okay. So, Trish, um, I would I would use many words to describe that um, police action in the parliamentary protest, but success is not one, I don't think. What about you? Well, I just, I'm just, I'm kind of speechless because I was listening to that interview and I'm thinking, depending on your perspective, that is either the best or the worst political interview of the year, potentially the decade. <laughs> Why? Mean, Why? Well, well, okay, well, well, let's just start at the beginning, right? Because the question actually was a serious question around the building and construction industry, desperate for skilled workers. And the question was really to the minister, are you doing anything? After a sort of three and a half minute diatribe, because I was timing it, uh, the answer is no, we're looking into it. Uh, And, you know, the reality for this government is they don't want migration. This rebalance is really about keeping the tap turned off when we're already at full employment. So so there's an X. Uh, for the minister from uh, me on that one. Then we came on uh, to um, to the soft on crime. I heard that today and I thought this is a minister who is so incompetent that she can't actually deal with her portfolio in serious questions on it and has to defer to ridiculous gender sort of um, gender politics. Mm. I I just thought that was right off the reservation. And then we came to the outstanding um, handling of the parliamentary protest. (laughs) Um, I was thinking, wow, um, you know, which part of the protest did you look at? Yeah, which part of the protest? I don't know. Yes. Ali, I looked, you know, my, I, honestly, I watched that protest and I actually am not an emotional person, but I got quite emotional watching that because of how sad it made me feel about how things had got in New Zealand. I don't think that anybody can say any part of that was a success, can we? Well, it depends what you're measuring it on, actually. And um, I've not met Trish before, so this is not a great start because I was going to say, I don't agree with you, Trish, and I, I don't know whether you were listening to the same interview I was. I don't think that was a great interview from Potter Williams. I agree, and good on you for asking the hard questions, Heather. But she did not say that the immigration tap was turned off. In fact, she said exactly the opposite. She said, we are letting them in. We are letting them in now. And I know you wanted an exact time frame on that, Heather, and fair enough too, but certainly they are doing something to address it. The issue that I have is that this has been on the horizon for five to seven years. We saw it coming in Christchurch and Canterbury after the earthquakes with the rebuild. She said we recognise the urgency, but urgency has been there the entire time Labor's been in power um, and for the latter part of National's uh, tenure actually. So uh, look, I I think that she was very disingenuous, um, Minister Williams, but at the same time they're clearly doing something, but it's too little too late. Yeah. Look, um, I do want to deal with what's going on with, and thank you both for your take on that. I want to deal with the cycleways and business. Trish, I'm not, I can't understand why Auckland Council wants to strip teachers of their car parks in order to be able to encourage biking. Does this make any logic, does this make any sense to you? Well, you know, I think Auckland Transport people and and Minister Williams are sort of operating in the same kind of uh, vacuum (laughs) and totally removed from reality. I mean, in Auckland, we we do not have inner city schools for a start. It's not as if we're all competing with teachers for parks. 
what on earth do they think, uh, you know, why would this ever be a, um, a priority? And the other thing I thought about, you know, their great ideas is let's, you know, teach kids to ride their bike at school. Well, I think that is so far down the priority list when literacy yeah. and numeracy rates in New Zealand are so far behind. Again, where are these transport officials, um, where are their heads at? And also, let's let's think about Auckland. Auckland is not Amsterdam or other um, closely packed European cities where biking everywhere is an option. Auckland is incredibly uh, spread out. So I just, I'm not sure that they're grasping the practicalities of anything that they're putting out there. Yeah, and the other thing is, Ali, you know, both Wellington and Auckland Council are desperately short on money. Wellington Council's raising rates by 14%, possibly 10% this year. Um, You have Auckland Council saying, we're out of cash. Neither of these councils, I would argue, can afford the huge amounts of money right now for luxuries like cycleways. What do you think? Well, we're not rolling in it down here either, to be perfectly honest. Um, but, but Christchurch has been very proactive on the cycleway front over the last uh, six, seven years. I think it's a really important part of a city's transport infrastructure. But it's got to be planned uh, along with other public transport, right? Rail, active transport, the road design, the amenity. And as for teaching kids to cycle, well, they teach them around here. I see them all the time here in St Albans um, almost every day. But I also agree, I think we need to teach our kids to swim, we need to teach them to cook, to budget, to sow, to grow plants and veggies and it shouldn't be an either or. Literacy, of course you've got to teach them that and numeracy, but it shouldn't be literacy and numeracy or biking and swimming. It needs to be all of those things.